0: This is Why We Plan, a podcast for business owners and their advisors about how to better plan for the exit from a business. Join us each episode as we discuss different elements of exit planning, including real life stories, challenges, and opportunities of owners and their advisors.
1: Welcome everyone to this edition of Why We Plan. With me today is a Senior attorney who's been practicing law for a long, long time. Uh, he's uh, David Seidler. He's a senior partner at a large law firm, Spencer Fain, in Kansas City, Missouri, I think, or is it Kansas? Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, David is a BEI member, and I'd like to talk with him today about his MA practice. He's an MA attorney primarily, but how exit planning has perhaps impacted his approach to uh, M&A and maybe M&A has affected his approach to exit planning. So David, welcome. Tell us a little bit about your background and, and then let's dive into why you became interested in exit planning. Thanks a lot, John. I appreciate the opportunity. Uh, very fortunate some
2: time ago, and it's been in the late 90s that it really started for me, that I began to see M&As for me as an emerging area. It really began when one of my key clients decided to do a roll-up, a combination of businesses in the same construction industry. And I, you know, found that to be, for me, very exciting, uplifting, and very motivating. Uh, I think I shared with you that I found there's two things in the law that seems to make everybody happy. The first is adoption and the second is M&A because everybody kind of walks away with what they want. So I decided to default to uh, uh, M&As and I'm sure the people in domestic relations are very happy I didn't jump into their sphere of handling adoption, but I had a real exciting time in helping this company grow from one company to, I think at the end of it, about 35 companies were rolled up. I was not the only attorney, but had a significant part of it. And that started me down the road of figuring out how to help people buy and sell businesses. But to your point about exit planning, as much as I like M&A, is pretty clear that an m and is a vehicle for what? For someone either getting into or going you know, out of the business. Um, I spoke at a national conference a couple of years ago uh, and there was a question of what M&As are all about. And I held up my hands and I said, for me, it's rather simple. You've got money in one hand and security stock or assets in the other hand. And the only thing that I'm doing as an attorney is switching hands. Now, what I do in between those two things is, is what is the joyful part of my business. But that's really what it's all about. So I decided I better go to the next step. Why do people buy? Why do people sell? And in particular, why do they sell? There is a process of exiting. What does that look like? And as, as enjoyable as MA is, I don't know how to effectively handle that unless I understand the motivation of the seller in trying to move on with their life. So, you know, thank God for people like you and, and other people out there that, you know, want to explain to attorneys what that process is and why we need to have those conversations in combination with
1: m as Excellent. So what interested you in... You could have stayed as an M and A attorney for the rest of your career and been very happy. It sounds right. like, right? Successful. Uh, what interested you in, I guess, moving not beyond M and A, but right. maybe enlarging your practice through exit planning? And, and how did you? What interested you, and how are you involved in that today? Well, I have always been uh,
2: one of those individuals who so let's go beyond being an attorney to go to my. Personality in the way I view the world. I like helping people. Uh, my father was a business person. He was involved heavily in sales and said, you've got to be of value to people. And so uh, as I was growing in the practice of law, I, and I still do take a lot of time that I don't get to bill for, I'm trying to understand people and their motivation. I will literally sit there and go, are they audio, visual, kinetic? Are they left brain, right brain? All mm-hmm. the things that I'm sure many of your clientele and customers go through. And so you get to know people, and as I was going through the practice and then into the specifics of the m and I became very, very interested in what their lifetime goals were, what they considered to be successful, what they wanted for their family. And I learned that if I didn't take that into consideration, I might be missing out on some things that would be a benefit, maybe beyond being uh, somebody involved in m and but You want to try to solve people's problems or obtain uh, objectives. I think I've shared with you uh, my book, Uh, Quiet Plans, Exciting Results. I would say anybody on uh, listening to the podcast, download it. Um, If you read the book, and most of those are personal experience with clients, you get an idea that just being a lawyer is great, but there may be some other things that you can bring to the table if you are really at the level of trying to have that personal relationship with your customers. I'm sure many of your clients and customers listening to this podcast feel the same way. So that's what
1: really drove it. Yeah, well, you're a little unusual. Well, you're very unusual for an M&A attorney. again, in my old law, from about half of our practice was M&A. And most M&A attorneys and CPAs and investment bankers, they're very focused on the deal. Right. The deal is everything, right. and, and they don't pay any attention to some of the other aspects of what's motivating an owner to sell and the concerns and fears that owners have as they go through this process. And it sounds like <clears throat> your approach is very different than that. I try very hard to get
2: to know the people and the individual. Your uh, exit assessment tool I use to try to get people to open up. share with me their thoughts their goals their dreams as much as possible not everybody wants to do that not everybody's looking to me to to, um, Mm -hmm. present that or have the conversation but i think it adds something to try to achieve achieve the objectives now that i think is primarily true with sellers i mean with i represent a couple of private equity groups they're not motivated the same way they you know that's not how they're wired so you have to figure out which side of the ledger people are on and how that would work for them and what's of value. So um, I, what's exciting and interesting is being able to jump into people's lives and help them and get to know what their you know, desire is all about. So I'm not as much detail as I like getting into. I, I really want to take what I call a very holistic approach to
1: helping people get to where they
2: want to go.
1: Well, and that's in a sense, that's a lot of what the planning world is all about is understanding of the goals and so in, in exit planning um, what strikes me as being very different than the a world is we spend a lot of time understanding what is it that the owner wants to right. accomplish whether it's financial or other goals right but also what do they need to have at the end of the day when they leave their company what do they what would be successful for them so how do you are you using some of the exit planning tools and conversations to get to that conversation with the business owner, and does that affect how you approach the, the likely buyers, for example? You
2: know very much so, and and John, kudos to you because I started reading your back book back in the 1980s, um, and I use that as a as a placeholder to start having. The conversation accelerated now to the, the programs that I bought into the software programs of, of BEI. Uh, what I have uh, enjoyed is being able to go through the 16 question assessment to do a quick overview uh, for my vantage point from their vantage point to understand where they are at in the process. I think the number one issue with most people who like to be engaged in the M&A process is they would say. Gosh, I wish I had six months, nine months, a year, two years, three years to get you prepared for an acquisition, because you can do so much in the way of tax planning, estate planning, uh, and being able to better achieve the goals and the results that each person wants if you could have a little advanced planning. I, I've tried to do that for years. I'm not always successful. Uh, as, you, as you know very well, somebody will show up on the doorstep with an LOI. There's not, A whole lot of planning you can do, but you can do some planning. Um, So it becomes a question of can we deal with your mortality in the business? That's a hard conversation for people. Mm -hmm. Nobody really wants to, you know, say it's over or it's ending, especially like I talked to somebody this morning, we're working on a, a LOI or actually an acquisition. We've got the documents done and the painters are on strike. Uh,
1: for their company. So how do they have time to deal with me when they've got that going on? Sure, yeah. So what it, it strikes me one of the things that you've done differently now is that you're using an assessment. You might wanna describe briefly what that is. Sure. With every client you and every business owner really you encounter because you're trying, you're using that to get them involved in the planning process Earlier, so they're not coming to you saying, I've got a buyer knocking on my door, and you find out they're not ready to sell.
2: So, to your point, in January and February of this year, I sent out to all clients a a checklist, annual minute checklist. But I also did uh, not only the assessment, but said, I've worked with you for some time. I think I have some ideas for you on longer term planning. Can I share some of these thoughts with you? I go into BEI and go into the assessment, and I download various bits of information on where I believe they're at and some of the tools that are possible to use, some of the uh, planning tools, whether it be stock option, ESOP, uh, employment agreements, uh, retention agreements, et cetera, to say, I think you're here. Can you verify or am I on the same plane as you? And I share that with them. And you get a variety of results, but everyone said, hey, Dave, you're thinking about me without exception. Really appreciate it. It's not now. One said, had a CFO on the phone go, this is great. We got to get together. So you never know where people are, but I think it's incumbent upon us to say, let's assess each year where you are tactically. Do we have everything we need in our minute book? And strategically long term, where are we going?
1: What do we need to do? Well, that's a lot more than the typical A attorney does that's for darn sure
2: well that's that's more like my corporate attorney background yeah, yeah. I, so i i see MA again is tactical but strategically and holistically where do you want to go and what do you want to do and, and i just found people appreciate that if you have that kind of relationship most of those folks are um middle market closely held maybe even mom and pop but they appreciate mm-hmm. you thinking as they say to me out of the box, say, that's, this is not conventional. Appreciate the thought process. And I would tell you folks, not everybody is, you know, is on
1: board to to take that on because it may be just a bad day for them or they got other prep. Yeah. They're not ready for for whatever reason, they're not ready for it. So, so David's talking about what an assessment tool that we have, and it really is a tool that the we use, the advisor uses with the owner to help the owner discover or determine what his or her needs are. Right. And then that allows David to go in and address that need. It may not be an entire exoplanet, It may not be a third party sale. It may be some other business related issue that is going to be addressed and you solve that. Exactly. And I think the other benefit that I see to this,
2: uh, and it just happened recently, um, you want to have a somewhat of a plan or an outline you could share with people and then ask them to divide in their other professionals so that we're all on the same page. I'm sure everyone has had that experience where there are other professionals, they don't know where you're coming from or what you're doing. And maybe they think you're stealing the client when in reality, I'm just trying to create a level playing field. Um, in fact, with a financial planner recently, I uh, got them to sign up with BEI. And my rationale for it is this. Let's work off the same page. That's all I'm saying. Uh, and no disrespect to BEI. Let's just choose a platform so that we're given the same information at about the same time for the same purpose. There is so much, uh, I hate to say this confusion, especially in the M&A world, where they have various people talking to the candidate from different angles. And it's overwhelming. And I said, I understand. Let's all get on the same platform. So we're all working toward your best interest using one system.
1: Well, and that's really why we plan. So thank David. Uh, any any final thoughts or, or are we done? My friend. I, you know, happy
2: to answer questions for folks, but I would ask them uh, you know, wherever possible to create a format that allows their customers and clients to understand that you're there to try to fill the whole specter of what they need for their business world. You'll do the best you can. I I can't do it all. I can do the legal part, but I at least think out of the box and try to guide them to where they wanna go. And I would I'd invite other people to look at it that way as well.
1: That's great. Thank you very much.
2: You're welcome. Have a good
0: Thanks for joining us. Be sure to tune in for our next episode. If you'd like more information on better ways to plan for the future, please visit exitplanning.com. As an advisor, you have the technical skills to assist business owners in exit planning. However, few advisors know how to package the process and use it to drive the demand for their service. Learn how when you attend an upcoming bootcamp workshop. Visit exitplanning.com forward slash bootcamp to see the latest schedule and to register. That's exitplanning.com forward slash bootcamp. Don't miss the opportunity to take advantage of all exit planning can offer and to set yourself apart from the competition.